What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Florida Score Sports. We're here with a sports episode this week. This week, we're joined with the same exact people as last week. We have Mr. Grant Wooten over here. He's at NC State. We all know that. We have Mr. Devontae Keith, the full-timer. We all know he's teaching the NC State athletes, doing everything he can over there. Then we have Mr. Colton Powell again, also attending NC State. This week, we're going to kind of go in reverse order. We're going to start with our little fun topics that we always do at the end of normal episodes. Then we're going to go into our WWE, a little bit of wrestling. Then we're going to go into our normal NFL, MLB, NBA topics like that. But to get started, we're going to go ahead and go with our forgotten athlete. So basically, we all know this is just an athlete. I feel like everybody, like they were good and they kind of, you know, everybody just kind of forgot about him. Like it was like, oh, wow, I forgot he played or, or such and such, things like that. But uh, I'll go ahead and get us started. My guy is going to be Carl Crawford in the MLB. I remember there was an absolute period where he was seen as an absolutely lethal outfielder. I'm pretty sure he was one of the fastest guys in the league. He was a good leadoff guy. He was a pretty good hitter. Am I right? You guys are the wrong dude. I remember his jersey being popular for a little bit. So it must (laughs) mean something. Carl Crawford was that guy. He was was he, that what dude. number was he like? Thirty-three. I'm not too sure. Let me look that up. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it. I'm like, who? Obviously, I'm gonna say, who is this? I know he yeah. played for the Red Sox a little bit, so I know him. Yeah, he was. So he was number thirteen and number three. Okay, well, close. Yeah, three. Maybe he's really But um, yeah, that that's my guy, Cole. Who you got? He was. He was arrested. Hold up. Carl Crawford was arrested on assault. This came out June of this year. <laughs> that's what I know. <laughs> there we go. Right. There it is. That's tough. All right, Cole, let me hear. Who you got? Um, All right, Carl. So, mine, um, I got I to I just think of the teams that I like. So, Ryan, this one might hit home for you. Think of Dallas. Every time I see Amari Cooper catch the ball, I think that is the other person because he wore number 19 and nobody knows who he is. Miles Austin. Miles Austin. Absolute demon. He was bad. Miles Austin was a bad, bad man man for Tony Roma. He was so fast. I love Miles Austin. And like, if you ask, like, I feel like I know, like we know because like you know we know we know uh, more than the I don't want to say more than the majority but like a good amount of football and me and Ryan being Cowboys fan but I feel like if you ask the common fan if they know who Miles Austin is or who he played for I don't I feel like a bunch of people couldn't tell you who he is or what he did but Miles Austin at a time he was at least a top ten receiver in the league he Big was time. he was a bad man I remember he was in that awkward gap between uh. When we went from having T.O. as our stud over to Des Bryant. Yeah. Speaking of, congratulations, Des Bryant. Yeah, no, I love Des. I love Des. It's good to see him back in football, even though it's not with Dallas. Um, Des is one of my favorite players of all time. So just to see him back on the football field, um, they signed him to the practice squad. I I assume that he will be back to the active roster. Um, Seeing him compete for a title again, players that nothing goes wrong this time. He signed with New Orleans last year and obviously tore his Achilles, which absolutely sucks. So if he can stay healthy, I'm excited to watch him get back on the football field. I love Des Bryant. Yeah. All right, Mm. Keith, who's your forgotten athlete? My forgotten athlete, he was in the league for a while uh and he was one of the biggest characters before 
like who's the character? I mean, Tariq's a pretty big character, but that's but he wasn't on Clinton Portis's level. My gosh, Clinton Portis of the Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins and the Denver Broncos. That man was a dog. I don't know. Bro fell off the face of the earth. He did. His post-game interviews were crazy. He came out with the big shades like a whole clown. And then I don't I don't know if he got suspended or or uh, Roger Goodell got tired of seeing his face, but like he just disappeared like into the shadows like the avatar and stuff. So maybe he'll come back soon. We don't know yet. But Clinton Portis, we miss you. If you're watching, we miss you. Yeah, definitely. Clint Porter. Grant. So mine is, as a baseball fan, you think of all your power hitters. Think of the big-time names, big-time greats. One that's always forgotten is Gary Sheffield. Played for the Marlins, played for the Yankees, had a little stint with the Mets for his career. 509 career home runs, nine-time All-Star, won the World Series with the Marlins. And uh, nowadays, I looked him up. He's actually a sports agent. He's a... Uh, signed a few MLB athletes specifically there's some pitcher for the Blue Jays but yeah Gary Sheffield big time power hitter for the Yankees okay Gary Sheffield a Yankees fan I know him from what was it I used to love playing with him on uh, like ESPN baseball 2005 or something like that it was like A-Rod Jeter Bernie Williams Gary Sheffield all of them Hideki Matsui Jason Giambi same team but yeah those are our forgotten athletes. Uh, moving on, we're going to go to remember win moments, just random sports things that happen that you remember. And just random. It doesn't have to have any significance or anything like that. Uh, let's go backwards this time. Grant, let me hear it. Okay. Obviously, we have uh, WWE on the uh, slate to talk about today. So my remember win moment is when Stone Cold Steve Austin rolled into the Pepsi arena with the Coors Light truck, comes down the ramp right next to the stage, Vince McMahon and The Rock on stage, they exchange words, Stone Cold gets mad, he storms back to the truck, grabs the hose, comes back to the stage and gives them the beer bath. That's, <laughs> oh, that's just what <laughs> really Austin, that bald-headed son bitch. Mm. <laughs> did y'all, okay. I don't know if y'all follow him on Instagram, but did you notice like he has a slight list? Yeah, yeah, like I saw him singing. Yeah, I saw him singing that Rick Astley song, and I was just looking at him talk. I'm like, "Yo, this dude has a list." I feel seen because I got one on the low, so don't watch my mouth, fans <laughs> and friends. But yeah, Stone Cold. <laughs> Shout out Stone Cold. Bring them together, bang them together for me. All right, Keith, who's, what's your remember win? All right, my random remember win. Speaking of wrestling, it just popped in my mind because there was a time up until I was about maybe like 11, 12 years old where I thought literally everything in wrestling was real. So I don't know if y'all's wrestling was the same as mine because I'm an old head or whatever, but there was a period of time where like Eddie Guerrero kept having like heart attacks in the middle of matches. And I'm like, bro, like, is this real or not? And it's wild because he ended up dying from, from, heart failure and I'm yeah. like so was he playing or what I don't know but they the camera would just zoom in on his eyes like going people's dilating and stuff he'd just like be sitting there on his knees and Chavo sitting there crying and I'm like bro what is was, is he about to die and sure enough the next year bro died from heart failure and that's why I was like yeah I gotta stop watching wrestling so I haven't watched wrestling since then 
either that or the Chris Benoit situation. I can't remember, but it was something weird like that. Big time. What happened with that whole situation? <laughs> Chris Benoit was like actually crazy. Like he, yeah, he, yeah, like, mentally, like, he killed his mentally unstable. Yeah. yeah. He killed his whole like blood family. Yeah. Apparently he has a son out somewhere that looks like him. I don't know. It could be an internet meme culture. But it's a dude out there that looks just like Chris Benoit. And I don't know if it's his son or like his extra son that he left behind or something. But yeah, bro killed his whole family and him. I, I don't know what set him off, but he just felt like it was no. necessary. I remember because uh, there was some pay-per-view because he did, he like killed them on like a Saturday night or something. They had a pay-per-view that Sunday mm-hmm. night and nobody knew where he was. Yep. So they just had to fill someone in, yeah. All right, moving on. Anyways, Colt. <laughs> um, remember when? It's crazy because like they're talking about WWE. Mine's not necessarily WWE, but mine's kind of like uh, fighting to a sense. I was thinking the other day. I didn't know what I was gonna do, and I was thinking of like moments that like kind of surprised me. That was kind of funny. How about when Conor McGregor made his boxing debut against Floyd Money Mayweather? Now that has got to be, I I know I've only been alive for 19 years, but in my 19 years, that has got to be the most hyped up fight, match, anything I've ever seen. Um, I didn't personally buy it. Um, I I watched a stream or something of it, but um, obviously Floyd Mayweather won and they're they're having talks about doing it again, I guess this time in in Connor's type of ring in in the octagon. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Over for Floyd. You said what? Over for Floyd. No, I, 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 I really like Floyd Mayweather, and I don't think he was out of his element challenging Conor McGregor to a boxing match. Because at the end of the day, that's where Floyd's made his money, and obviously he's a goat, if not the goat, of doing it in his division. Um, but once you step into that octagon, there's a whole lot more than just fist flying, um, and it, it's a whole lot more strategical. And for just a boxer, maybe not. It won't. Maybe it w- will be a whole lot harder. So um, I don't know if he really wants to do that, but at the end of the day, like he said, for the fans, for the money, that's his biggest thing. He wants the money. He wants the check. Yeah, the so money is the move. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, then I'll go into mine. Mine is. This was just like a little internet, went viral on the internet. It was when Jason Worth was playing in a men's league. Jason Worth played for the Nationals, I believe, right? Yeah, the one, yeah, the one with the beard. Absolutely cranked one, like 500 feet off of like slow pitch softball or something like that. I don't know why, it just popped into my head the other day and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this. You guys know what video I'm talking about? No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, that, it's just no, not significant, has no meaning on anything, doesn't affect anybody. Just thought it was cool. Yeah. All right, so going on to our He Played For Who, just a, a player that you forgot played for a certain team. Uh, mine, we'll go send it back around like we just did. Mine is going to go Marvin Jones, Detroit Lions wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He played for the Bengals. Bengals, for yeah. Four years, yeah. right? I had no clue was, about that. He snapped. That's what happened. Like, they figured they make him a feature receiver. And, I mean, he's been pretty good as one, but he just old age caught a hold of him. And I had no clue he played for the Bengals. I'm not going to cap. Like, I, I like Marvin I like Jones. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he was a great player, but I don't know. There's something about him. I always have like spot for him. All right, Cole, let me hear. Um, 
Mine, I'm going to take mine to, to basketball. Um, I completely forgot until I saw something on ESPN. I forgot if I was watching a documentary or, or something. I forgot what I was watching. I completely forgot that Hakeem Olajuwon played for the Raptors. In my head, that, that just doesn't sound right. Like seeing Hakeem Olajuwon in a Toronto Raptors jersey and just thinking about him playing for the Raptors, it doesn't sound right because he's probably, well, he is, well, I guess James Harden's making a, uh, he's doing his thing, but no, Hakeem Olajuwon is the greatest rocker it. of all time. He's the greatest rocker of all time, as of right now, anyways. Besides my man, Big China, Yao Ming. But, um, yeah, Big Yao. Um, just th- just thinking of him in a Raptors uniform just doesn't make sense to me. He was only there a year, granted, but it's just confusing to think about him play there. All right. All right, a legend. Keith. I got – so this one is, like, a little bit more commonly known, but people forgot. Y'all remember when Marshawn Lynch got his first – his start with the Bills? The Bills. Like, I, I, always, I always forget, like – yeah, like he he went he started with the Bills and him coming from California, that's kinda wild to me. But nobody I mean, people knew him, but at the same time nobody really knew of him. But he was apparently he was killing with the Bills with doggone who was it, JP Lossman and JP Lossman. Is he there with Mario Williams? Yeah, yeah. Mario Williams. Every time we can. Lee Evans, Lee Evans was a Lee Evans was another one. Like he went from the Bills to the the Ravens before he inevitably uh, retired. But yeah, Marshawn Lynch killing it in Buffalo before anybody actually paid. I'm pretty sure he played with To too when he got there. But yeah, money. Uh, Was he played for who? Uh, I gotta go AI when he played. For the Memphis Grizzlies in 2009, played a grand total of three games. Yes, sir. Three games that man played for him. Uh, I think it was he got traded to the Pistons. He didn't want to come off the bench, so he said, "You know what? In this offseason, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go somewhere." Nobody wanted him. Memphis Grizzlies offered him a contract. He went there, played three games, and hit. Hmm. That, that's definitely three games. You won't remember that. Yeah, all right. Well, let me ask this. Send it back around. Grant, what gives you the chills every time you watch it? Yankees fans coming through on this one. Gives me chills as watching it live. I would say maybe number two is going to be uh, the first pitch after 9-11 Yankees versus Mets, but I didn't watch it live. This one I watched live. Derek Jeter's walk-off single versus the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, in his last home game, that was just something out of a something out of a storybook. There, you don't really get to see that with all-time greats. They might strike out. No, he came in when it mattered. Still hit a walk-off single in his final home game. Okay, love that, Keith. Um, I don't know. I don't ever really have moments like that, but um. I don't know. Yeah, come back. You're supposed to be prepared. I know, but it's so many moments. I was about to say one, but I don't. I don't remember particular games. Like, you know what? I I give it to you. I, I got you. I got you. Um, I was just thinking about. I forgot what exactly. I know exactly what it is. All right. So there was this player, um, Durant Williams. He was about. He played for the Broncos. He was a, a cornerback for the Broncos. I think he was number twenty-seven. Or something, and he was 
this was his sophomore season. So um, the game before, like, you no, know, he got like a pick six. I forgot who they were playing. I do remember he got a pick six. And the only reason like that particular game gives me chills, this man was partying with Brandon Marshall, when Brandon Marshall was still with the Broncos, Melo, Kenyon Martin, when he was with the Nuggets, like all of them went to a party and like, apparently they got caught in a drive-by shooting and Durant Williams was the only one that died. So like, that was his last game. And yeah, I mean, it was bad. I mean, he ended up on a good note, but sucks it had to happen. So that's why. So with you and people dying. Because I, I mean, because we, I don't know. I remember stuff like that. Like as far as like a good sports moment, that's like, oh my god, I I can't say I've seen too many of those. But it's just like I'm a lore, I'm a lore person. Like I like the backstory behind it. Okay. It's all about the lore. Cole, Cole Cheesy, give me the chills. Well, I guess I had to choose something that I've seen in person, uh, live to give me the chills. So I thought back to June nineteenth. June 19th, 2016. Two minutes left on the clock of the game seven of the NBA Finals. You were there for that? I knew. Kyrie Irving goes up with some crazy floater, rebound by Iguodala, passes it to Curry in transition, (laughs) bounce pass to Iguodala, he goes up, blocked by James. Oh my, Mike Green on the call. It gives me chills every time. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala for the last block by James. The greatest player of all time. Michael Jordan? Uh, Anyway, so my uh, gives me the chills moment. Let him know. We'll talk conversation. My my (laughs) gives you the chills every time moment. Uh, This is a wrestling one. It's when I I wasn't alive for it, I don't think. But uh, it's when... Mankind and The Rock were wrestling for the championship. You weren't. Or something like that. <laughs> you and, weren't. Uh, next thing you know, like, they're fighting, and it's a no disqualification match. They're just going at it. Like, The Rock's mm-hmm. a bad guy at this point. And then, like, Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon and, like, the New Age Outlaws. Like, everybody's just beating up on Mankind. And the next thing you know, you just hear the glass shatter. And we all know that that means that bald-headed bitch Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming into the ring. He was nodding his head, walking down, pointing at people, everything like that. He comes in, he just starts giving stoners to people. He hits the rock <laughs> on the chair a few times and then pulls Mankind onto the rock for the three count. And apparently, I don't know what it is, but just when the glass breaks and I, I don't know, just getting the chills and hearing the crowd just start screeching. <laughs> Oh man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's that that's mine. That's my gives me the chills. I mean, obviously there's a bunch. We might be able to do another one next week. Uh, I only got two more sitting. I already made them. So. All right, but uh, so anyways, those are a little quote unquote fun talk. I mean, I, everything we talked about is fun on this show. And speaking of other things that are fun, uh, I am sitting here right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm sitting in my Pub Sports Talk T-shirt. Make sure. Obviously, if you guys are listening, go check out Pub Sports Talk. Amazing content going on over there. They're starting to grow a whole lot. We love that. And also, we can't forget, we can't forget to shout you guys out. The circus, Clyde Marley's magical circus over there. We got some friends from high school running that over there. 
Uh, Mr. Devontae Keith has been on that show a few times. So make sure you guys do check them out. Both of their links will be in the description below. And I do got appreciate me on you guys one. tuning in to listen for us. They got me on one. So go check out more of my crazy hot takes that I actually am serious about. Please go check that out. All right. But uh, anyways, moving on, we're going to go into NFL. Uh, we're going to go Cowboys against Washington football team. Packers, Texans, Falcons, Lions. And then we're going to also throw in a Steelers versus Titans. I feel like I said Titans twice and I messed up the game there. I'm not sure. But uh, anyways, you guys want to start off with a particular game? Uh, go go, go! Pittsburgh, Tennessee. So that, that's none of our teams. All right, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Uh, essentially, the battle of the undefeated. Uh, I feel like... I feel like you could have predicted Pittsburgh Steelers to be undefeated. I don't think anybody saw the Titans going undefeated. Nope. Keith, what do you think? I had, I had to. I, yeah, I, well, I'm going to go ahead and whip my score projected projection. I'm going to go um, 20, 13. You know what? No, I'm not going to disrespect like that. I'm going to go 24. 13 uh, Steelers. Um, for me, I don't know. I've finally picked it up. It seems like defense wins game, games in the NFL finally. And I know Derrick Henry is a dog. D-O-A-W, wait, D-A-W-G dog. Golly, that man. He, every time I see him, I'm just like, so if I had a little bit more speed and effort, that could be me. But it's not. Like, just as big as I am, 6'3 and 250, this man is running the ball. He's basically LeBron James with a football. You can't tackle him. You're not, you're not gonna hawk him down. We saw that last game with the Texans. Like, he got one hole and outran the entire secondary. And I don't know how the Steelers are gonna stop it, but I, they've been stopping everything else. So we'll, we'll see. It'll be, I feel like he'll go off for like a, a touchdown. But after that, Brian Tannehill is just going to have to depend on his arm, which I don't know about that. But we'll see. It'll probably be a good defensive battle. Hopefully somebody scores a touchdown here and there. But I don't I don't expect – this is my um, wild projection. No rushing touchdowns for Derrick Henry. Mark me on it. All y'all owe me $5 if that happens. I like it. I ain't giving you five dollars. You still owe me five dollars because the Falcons aren't going thirteen and three. Well, whatever. Dang. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna have Grant. to fight. You gonna have to fight me because that was my first. That wasn't my first thought. I said nine and seven, and I just tried to show off and say thirteen and three. But you, you right. Pull up audio from a few weeks ago. You can, but you gonna have to fight me for that five dollars. <laughs> I still holding. I'm still holding out hope. But yeah, uh, yeah, thirteen and three. Anyways, Grant. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, if we go back to last week's podcast and we count how many picks I made and how many I got right, your total would be very high to zero. So I don't know how faithful my choice is moving on, but I'm going to go score prediction first and then I'll move in with why. I have the Steelers 28, Titans 24. I mean, Titans played a very good Bills team. I don't think anyone saw them to whoop up on the Bills as bad as they did. So I got to take that into consideration. But it's Pittsburgh's defense. Uh, their ability to stop the runs insane. Derrick Henry, I think he will 
rush for a touchdown. But personally, you look at the stats, the numbers, Tannehill, since I think hmm, week seven of last season. Yes. No, no, no. Week 11 of last season. You look at the numbers, Tannehill has only 70 passing yards less than Mahomes. I think his touchdown interception rate was higher. I'm not saying Tannehill's better. No way I'm saying Mahomes, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But Tannehill is a good quarterback at what he does, play action, avoiding sacks, quick throws, you name it. Uh, I think he will find a way to keep the Titans in the game, but Chase Claypool, maybe Juju has a big game. I think he had bounces back here. Steelers 28, Titans 24. I think Deontay Johnson's going to have a bigger game. Uh, we'll wait for that when I get there. Cole, let me hear it. Yeah, so um, Steelers, Titans. Um, Steelers have really impressed me this year. Um, I didn't I didn't necessarily think they'd be bad, but I didn't think they'd be at the top tier of the a, uh, AFC when we're talking about teams like the Ravens and the uh, Chiefs and such. Um, that defense is elite. Um, the Browns, we've seen what the Browns offense can do. Um, the Browns really have impressed me this year. We saw what they've done to teams like Dallas, um, their, their run game, uh, the way that Baker can just roll out. I mean, the, the way that their offense is constructed, Baker doesn't have to do anything special. He just needs to make the simple play. Um, but with that being said, Steelers, the Steelers defense won them that game. Um, the offense didn't do anything. They didn't need to do anything. Um, I'm pretty sure the, the, the final score of that game was 38 to seven. Um, with that being said, with the turnovers that they forced and Mike Minka Fitzpatrick getting a, a pick six, the defense literally won, the offense wouldn't even have to come out on the field and they would have won the game. Um, that defense is elite. They've got some dogs on that defense. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick, I wish Dallas would have traded for him at the trade deadline last year, but obviously we don't value the safety position very high. Um, TJ Watt is a dog, passed on him in the draft to get Taco Charlton, is what it is. Um, I mean, they've got dogs on defense. Um, Chase Claypool stepping in and doing a really good job. Juju's been quiet this year. I don't really think that'll um, stay the same. I think he'll eventually make a little bit of noise. Um, as you said, Deontay Johnson, um, James Conner's been doing his thing. Benny Snell is a good running back too, and Big Ben. Um, he just needs to, to make the simple play. Obviously, their offense isn't going to be mind-blowing. Um, with that being said, I don't think that they've allowed a 100-yard rusher um, this year. I'm like 99% sure they haven't. I think that changes this Sunday. Um, they have faced some pretty good backs. They faced Kareem Hunt. They faced Miles Sanders. And they faced Saquon when he was healthy. Um, but then again, um, Derrick Henry is definitely a top five back, in my opinion. Um, I think he rushes for 100 yards. Um, Tannehill, I'm not as high on Tannehill as others. He, But at the end of the day, he, he does enough to get the job done. He wins games. Um, and that's all you can really ask for. It's not like he's getting paid a stupid amount of money. I think he got paid... 20, 20 some million dollars. So it's not like he's up there with the top tier quarterbacks. Um, they had a dog fight with Houston. There was no way they should have won that game, but they did. Um, I like Tennessee here. So if I'm the only one picking Tennessee, so be it. I like Tennessee here. Um, I think that they find a way to expose that Pittsburgh defense just a little bit, just a little bit. That Tennessee's defense is no joke either. It's not like they have some bums over there. Um, they're pretty elite on that side of the ball as well. Um, I like Titans. Mm. 27 to 27 17. All right. I mean, obviously, you guys have already said everything that needs to be said about both teams. Now, the one thing I will say is Deontay Johnson, he's been having like some nagging injuries this year, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's good to play this week. He's in this week. 
But uh, one thing, I think he is going to have a career game in his young career so far this week, uh, just because Juju is obviously going to draw attention. Juju's a good receiver, great receiver. Chase Claypool's making a name for himself. He's going to draw his attention. I think Deontay Johnson, he's kind of hurt. He He's either going to be a decoy for me or he's going to absolutely destroy the defense. And I think that really, I mean, he's he leads the team in targets when all when everybody's playing. He just has to catch the ball. And at this point, I really think he'll be like the slot receiver, the number three guy for him. And then I think he I think he's gonna have a career game. And I think that career game is gonna put the Steelers over top of the Titans. Um, I'm not really sure what the score will be. I think it'll be a little higher scoring than a lot of people are thinking. Maybe like a 31-27 somewhere around there. But um, one thing I do want to talk about the Titans. They're giving me like 49ers last year vibes. Like this, they have like what's the difference? They had a really good running game. The receivers aren't absolute studs, but they're they're good enough. They'll get you through. Quarterback's a game manager. Defense is pretty good. I mean, and one thing about Titans, what is their weak spot on the whole team? Um, they have a good defensive line. They got good linebackers. They got a good secondary. Good offensive um, line. Good run game. Good enough receivers. Line. Might be the quarterback. No, I, I think to be honest, I think Rasan Evans is the only good linebacker they have. And then too, I think a couple of their D linemen, like um I think Jeffrey Simmons, he's on the COVID res- reserve list, but they still have why can I not remember old dude's name? He's from Fayetteville. Well anyway, they have pretty good outside linebackers, but I don't I that's what it is. Jadavion Clowney and Big Beasley. On yeah. paper, they're good. But like in the game, I don't I don't I haven't seen anything from them. Like they kind of wasted their money, but maybe we'll see more given. So Alright, that's fair. Well, I like the comparison though. I like the comparison for the 49ers. I don't think the defense is necessarily as elite as the San Francisco defense was last year, but as far as their style of play, um, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Okay. And they do have an NC State boy on the D-line, um, Murchison, that played for State last year. Yes, sir, Larell, Bladen's finest. Got to gotta rub the pat when you can, so. Go pat. But um, uh, moving on, we have Cowboys, Packers, Falcons. You didn't give us the score, what was the score? I thought I said 31-27, right? Yeah, seven. Somewhere around there, yeah. Uh, we'll go into the Falcons next, because uh, worst record. Keith, you guys got to win, baby. You ain't got to throw. Why you do stuff like that? You ain't got to throw that in. Everybody's record sucks. Except right. whoever the Packers. Wait, the Packers fans not in here? Grant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you out of here. Whatever. Uh, anyway, congrats on the win. But, yeah, see, Falcons, Lions. So, oddly enough, um, Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford are besties. So, that's cool for them. Um, to be honest, I'm not even going to hold you. I, in my right mind, I'm I'm definitely thinking the Lions win just because of some Matt Stafford magic and some Falcons mishap. You know how that goes. But in my heart of hearts, I'm saying the score is going to be 35, excuse me, 35, 42 Falcons. Um, Julio, he, he snapped. So hopefully that snapped this whole, like, he was just playing with us, you know what I'm saying? He's back to whoever he was. Um, Todd Gurley's been keeping the train rolling for the entire offense. Like, that, he's been quiet, but he's been keeping the train rolling as far as run game. 
hopefully we continue with our run game. I don't know who Detroit has on defense, so hopefully we run through them like that we're supposed to. Um, cornerbacks are all right. Oh, also, I hope the guy Julio gets a chance to torch Dez Trufant if he's actually playing. I hate him. I hope to God he torches him. But um, I also expect it to be a good game. I hope this isn't the game that DeAndre Swift uh, makes a statement because uh, I feel like that might be coming too. Like he's been waiting for a little bit. Carry on Johnson have been on the downward. Uh, Adrian Peterson pretty much staying the same. And then DeAndre Swift has been going up. So I expect there to be a good game. A lot of both sides, a lot of uh, way more offense than defense, of course. Um, a lot of passing, a lot of rushing. So, yeah, I'm going to go with 35, 42-35 Falcons. But I honestly would not be mad if we lost to Matt Stafford because I think he's pretty cool, too. All right, I'll go next. Uh, if I can make, like, a list of games that I just don't care about, <laughs> this would be on it. I am not going to lie. Like, I just – don't care. Like I want Julio to do I want I want this everybody to have fun. Everybody has fun. Oh Matthew Stafford throws the ball sidearm. So I can see more things about if Patrick Mahomes did this, everyone would lose their mind. You know, it'd be cool if the Falcons blow another lead. I just don't care about this game. Uh, I have Calvin Ridley in fantasy. And that's all I care about. I hope Calvin Ridley has nine touchdowns and four hundred and sixty-two yards, but um I don't care. I, I think the Falcons win this one. The Lions always find a way to disappoint me more than any other team besides the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Falcons because they are going to have more fun with their new coach for the second week. I mean, that's, I don't have a score. I just think that they're going to have more fun. Great. Let me hear it. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, Atlanta Falcons, Detroit Lions. The Falcons impressed me last week. They really did. I said Vikings was big versus them, and Vikings got their ass handed to them. Did you see that late game surge? That that late game surge kind of scared me, though, because even though Dalvin Cook was out, Justin Jefferson still torched us for almost 200 yards, which, I mean, boy, it's good. But doggone, man, like... Kirk Cousins, Cousins were creeping up there. So that scared me. Anyways, if Julio is as good as he looked, if he is as healthy, well, he is as good as he looked. But if he is as healthy as he looked versus the Vikings and he's going into this game just as healthy, um, I don't see how the Lions can beat them. I'm not saying the Falcons are going big. My score is 30-27 for the Falcons. Uh, I do have Kenny Galladay in fantasy, so hopefully Kenny Galladay gets all of the touchdowns and he kicks the field goal. Uh, but yeah, I have the Falcons here, 30-27. Okay. Cool. Cheesy. Yeah, so I think it's crazy because he's obviously being an Atlanta fan. I feel like I'm higher on the Falcons than he is. I'm literally like, I know that their record is not good. And I'm not saying it because you're not high on them, but I'm higher on the Falcons than literally everyone I know. I'm so high on the Falcons. I think, I think their, their record does not speak for how good they are and they should be. I, I don't think that at all. 
It's um, always like that, man. Every year, every <laughs> year, like on paper, it's just sport. like it's just going. Yeah, it's just like the, it's just bad, man. It's an abusive relationship I have, so I just like try to keep my expectations low, so I don't end up quit. Almost quit my job, like I almost did on Super Bowl. <laughs> but continue. Yeah. Um. I don't. I mean, I. I guess the defining factor was Dan Quinn. I'm just gonna roll with that. Um. So I picked them to 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 win comfortably over the Vikings last week, and that's what they did. Um, I'm never putting my trust in Kirk Cousins. Um, I the, I remember the, the the underlining thing that I said last week was feed Gurley, um, and I saw that he had a vast more rushing attempts than he did in the previous week. Now, with that being said, his production was not as good as it was the other weeks. But my thing is, he's getting the ball. He's getting touches. Gurley is going to find holes. He's going to do what he needs to do to torch the defense. I'm not worried about that. He's getting touches. That is my thing. He is way too good to just be a decoy out there. Um, with that being said, moving to this week against the Lions, um, I think you see a lot of the same with him. Um, you guys the you guys rotate them backs in um, with Ito Smith and um, is it is it BJ Hill? Is that his name? Oh, Brian Hill. Oh, Ryan Hill. Okay, thank you. Ryan Hill, yeah. Yeah, so he's not, he's he's definitely not a bum. He's he's not bad at all. Um, with that being said, if Trufant's playing and uh, they, they spent that high drive pick on Akuda, um, I don't see them matching up with Gage, um, Jones, and Ridley. Um, and then that wide receiver y'all got that's got the really long name. He, he's really good as well. Um, if I'm looking at their, their, their up, front seven um as far as the run game they've got a couple patriots they've got danny shelton and jamie collins um they've got jared davis who's pretty good but they, mm. they that um, they've got they've been torched against the run in the past um i think Gurley torches them again i think atlanta defense steps up makes a makes a couple more plays um matthew stafford is good i do have deandre swift in fantasy and it looks like he's starting to uh take more carries and touches so expect deandre swift to have a huge game um i like swift because not only is he good in the rushing game he's really good in the receiving game if not better in the receiving game um but with that being said i i like atlanta i'm really high on atlanta um, I, I don't think Atlanta will make the playoffs because of their 0-5 start, but I feel like they should have made the playoffs. Atlanta is a playoff team in my mind, and I know that comes at a, a shock to some people. Atlanta is a playoff team in my opinion. Um, I like Atlanta 31 to 31 to 23. Non, next worst record, Cowboys. Cowboys versus the football team. Uh, me and Colt are essentially going to say the exact same things, uh, I'm pretty sure. So I'll kind of keep it quick. Um, Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, no excuses. You play, he played really bad. Um, two fumbles. The defense looked really good in the first quarter. Zero-zero. In the first half, the, the defense looked good. They just gave up one bomb last week to Christian Kirk. 80 yards. Uh, Darrell Worley sucks. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Lane Mandaris looked good for his first game back. Devon Diggs looked good. Uh, granted, I mean, Kyler had some really bad throws to DeAndre Hopkins early on, but Trayvon Diggs was right there on him. Like, I don't know if you would have called him if they were there, but anyways, defense sucks. Uh, the offense, Zeke's got to hold on to the ball. C.D. Lamb is freaking amazing at football. He's good at football. Um, Mari Cooper's obviously good. Michael Gallup's good. We already know that. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard did really good when they let him in. When they benched Zeke last week, and uh, they put Pollard in, he looked good. 
Uh, as long as he's not returning, I'm happy because he is not good at kick returns. Really bad decisions. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm uh, Andy Dalton is not that as good as I wanted him to be. Um, I'm not gonna lie though. Zach Martin's hurt. Tyron Smith's out loud. Collins. Connor Williams sucks. Joe Looney's hurt. Tyler Byatt, be it at Byatt, Tyler Badass. Uh, he's not horrible. I'm not gonna lie. Andy Dalton is gonna get absolutely destroyed against the Washington defensive line. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie. I'm on. I'm on Team Tank. I don't like. If, I don't want to win the Super Bowl without Dak. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to make the playoffs. I don't want to get a number twenty pick. I'd rather have a number four pick. Last time we had a number four pick, we made a pretty good selection. I think. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I do not want Washington to win. I want Dallas to only win division games. I think Washington wins this for the sole purpose. The sole purpose of Andy Dalton is not going to have any time, and he's going to try to chuck it up, and then the defense, the Washington defense is just going to take over. Do I want Dallas to win? Absolutely. Will I root for Dallas? Absolutely. Will Washington win? Probably, because I said so. Um, yeah, the defensive line is just going to absolutely kill Andy Dalton. We're playing all second stringers people out of position I, I it'll be low scoring do we go with Colt next so he can scream at me for a second yeah Colt's gonna scream at me let me cover my ears put it out Colt I love it's a podcast. he rubbed it too he rubbed it too he rubbed it. come on buddy sauce, baby. my favorite oh. this is not a good look for him don't tell me he played good he did not play good. I like um, how emotional Colton gets. I, I, like I might go with Florida <laughs> State. This is the worst game I've seen Zeke play as a cowboy. Um, this was yeah. not good. Um, so everybody knows we got blown out 38 to 10. I'm going to focus on the bright spots that I saw. Um, what bright spots? In, 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 the fir- in the first half, the defense looked good. Um, I'm not going to lie. It looked fine. The def- With the exception of the 80-yard bomb, Darrell Worley is not good. He should not be on the football field. Um, the defense looked fine. I'm serious. The first half, the defense looked fine. Um, Trayvon Diggs, my hat goes off to Trayvon Diggs. I know I talk about him every time I get on this podcast. This dude is, I mean, he's not elite. He will be an elite corner in this league. When DeAndre Hopkins only has two catches, um, he had that one big catch. That wasn't on him. That wasn't on Diggs, I don't think. Yeah, that was your safety so, help. But with, and with that catch, he shouldn't have, well, I'm, I'm not going to say he shouldn't have got it, but it was a pick route where the other receiver came across and he got picked off. So, mm-hmm. Um, two catches to arguably the best receiver in the NFL. Really good job. Um, I, I preached on here before how much I hate Darian Thompson. We made the move to start Donovan Wilson. I thought Donovan Wilson did a fine job. Um, I, w- I would start with him. That leave him in there. Um, the offensive line, dude. This this is getting. I don't understand how you go from the best offensive line to the worst offensive line in the matter of a couple games. Uh, our starters last year: Lyle Collins, Pro Bowler, done for the year. Uh, Travis Frederick, Pro Bowler, retired. Uh, Tyron Smith, done for the year. Zach Martin, concussion protocol, probably won't play this week. Connor Williams was never good to begin with. Um, Brandon Knight, which I thought stepped in and did an okay job at tackle, had season-ending surgery, so he's done now. Out of nowhere. Uh, Tyler Biotish, I like him. I'm, I'm okay I'm with badass. him. He's our center. Moving on. I'm fine with him. Um, enough about that game. It, it wasn't a good look at all for Dallas. I picked Dallas to win. Um, Andy Dalton's got a – I don't know. I don't know. Um, next week. Real uh, quick, real quick. 
Did you guys see those calls on CD Lamb where the receiver or the corner just terrible. tackled him in the middle of the route and they didn't call? Yeah, that was terrible. That was, <laughs> that was terrible. And then, and then on offense, they called one on uh, like the very next drive or something like that. And they called one on Michael Gallup or something. I don't even know what it was. But then, it, Michael Gallup didn't touch him. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I'm not. Those aren't game-changing plays, but obviously they're, they're misses. Those are bad calls. Um, I mean, it's little things that Dallas has got to do to do better. Like, I remember before halftime, it was 21-0. Um, Michael Gallup wide open in the end zone, just dropped it. How many times is Michael Gallup just going to drop a wide open pass when he's mossing dudes? I mean, I'm not going to say that changes the game, but 21-7, to you're going with a little bit of momentum and you get the ball after half. Um, so, Washington, like Ryan said, the, the offensive line is beat up. The defensive line for Washington is elite. Um, Young, Payne, Sweat, Kerrigan. Or Kerrigan, is Kerrigan's not playing, is he? I don't know. I'm tripping. Um, I don't think that the secondary is good for Washington. They do have Kendall Fuller, who has played like an elite corner this year. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I think if he has time to throw, I think if he has time to throw, then we'll be okay. The defense, I think if they if they're able to get the ball in good field positioning, then obviously the defense can't do nothing. But I think they'll do fine. Um, I think Dallas. Did you pick Dallas to win, Ryan? No, you didn't. I'm picking Dallas to win. Um, who's their quarterback this week? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. I don't believe in Kyle Allen at all. Um, I think Trayvon Diggs plays. Um, Terry McLaurin in a box. Um, I'm going with Dallas. Yeah, I'm saying it. 34. 34 to 10. This is yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Chase Young is gonna eat, is gonna eat Andy Dalton, make him his little gingerbread man. No homo. But yeah. Um, yeah, Chase Young is gonna Chase Young is gonna eat. Deron Payne is gonna eat. Jonathan Allen is gonna eat. John Bostick is gonna eat, and whatever their secondary name, they're gonna eat as well, or probably get ate up. Either way, it's gonna get ugly for one side. But on the offensive end, Antonio Gibson is pretty good. Um, but I also see, I don't know, I don't, I don't see too much for him. Anyway, I do believe the Redskins <clears throat> will pull it off. I'm gonna go with 17. No, I'll go 20 to 14. Excuse me, 20 to 14 Redskins, just just off defense. Like I said, defense has been winning games. So we'll see how it works out. We'll see if Chase Young gets a, a pick six or a fumble six, or he might get the triple crown and get all three. We don't know. Got to see. Great. I mean, everything's been talked about. Uh, so just looking, Cowboys, they're hurt. Everywhere you look, somebody's hurt. They have second stringers that their turnover ratio is god awful. It's the worst in the league. Um, I think a major key if the Dallas Cowboys want to win this game is to just ensure that they finish drives with a kick, whether that may be a punt or a field goal or a kickoff because they scored. But the fumbles by Zeke and the interceptions by quarterbacks and fumbles. They're just not helping them. They're really not. So, and I think Washington's defense is pretty good. Uh, I don't think it'll be high scoring. Uh, I think it's gonna be 24 to 20, Washington. Okay. 
Colt did not like it, so I put some suspense. I'm the local home team, bro. Oh, also, Dak Prescott made a lot of money that last game. Just putting that out there. He made a lot of money by not being in that game. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. It's, it's crazy to me how garbage time stats don't just garbage time stats don't just accumulate out of nowhere. But anyway, mm. that's a story for another day. Packers, Texans. Great. The Green Bay Packers. So high on them. Had a bye week going against the Bucks. Okay. I don't have excuses. I really don't. That is an Aaron Rodgers that I have never seen in my life. He's a better quarterback when his collarbone was broken. He threw the third pick six of his entire career. And if that doesn't rattle you, him coming out two pass attempts later, there's another pick. Um, Looking at the game, had less than 200 yards total. The offense just was not clicking whatsoever. I think while yes, Tom Brady played well, I don't that was not the game anyone watching wanted to see from either side. I feel like the Buccaneers defense won that game for won the game. Offense didn't even need to go out. I mean, pick six, seven points, they get another interception, return to like the five yard line, and they score on like two plays later. So pretty much that's fourteen to the defense. Packers scored ten. That's the game right there. And then Packers couldn't drive down the field from after the first quarter. Kind of embarrassing. But this week, Green Bay, Houston, Deshaun has been playing very well since they fired Bill O'Brien. That man was a bum. All he did was hold that man back. Deshaun is a dog. He does not like losing. And his receivers, it's not a very impressive group. It's really not. Um, Does not have a... Great running back, like all the other great quarterbacks have. Um, but their offense is very good, and the Packers' defense was very sus. Um, I do not think this is going to be a Packers blowout. I do think Aaron Rodgers plays very well. I do believe it's high scoring, like the Titans Texans game. I have Packers 38, Texans 33. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I said this before, but. During the bye week, I root for the Texans. I love Deshaun. As Grant said, that man is a dog. Also, D-A-W-G. Um, I don't think anybody else noticed, but when they were that last run, that last run against the Titans, they weren't supposed to lose. Deshaun knew it. He was sitting there on the bench, and like, bro, had his head down like he was about to cry. Like, he, I, that, he fought back from that game. So, if he has that big of a chip on his shoulder, I believe in him. So, I'm going, I'm going with uh, Texans. We'll say Texans 35, 33. Texans 35, 33. They don't, like uh, Grant said, they don't have good receivers. They don't have a good, running back. I don't know what's going on with Duke Johnson, but nothing's going on right now. Um, defense is sort of running the mill. I don't know. Like, Bill O'Brien really did a number on them, so hopefully this is their bright spot. Beating the Packers and we just start rolling again because I'm starting to think they're having just as bad luck as, if not more, than the Falcons. I think it's Cowboys with the worst luck. Huh. Texans and then Falcons. As far as bad luck, Colt. 
Well, last week, I wish I could say that I called it. I was the yes. last, but I you called did it. call it. Um, so Lone Wolf, I was right. Um, people should start listening to me. That Buccaneers defense is deep. Aaron Rodgers had not paid some defense like that up to that point. Uh, Buccaneers, they are an elite team. Going on to this week, um, Houston should have won that game last week. There's no reason you're up seven points and you can either kick the field goal or go for two to go up eight or nine. They go for two. I don't know why. With two minutes left in the game, that just doesn't make sense to me. Houston should have won that game. Um, with that being said, um, like you guys said about his their receivers, um, I don't think they don't necessarily have good playmakers, but they're not bums. I think Brandon Cooks is playing a whole lot better. I think Will Fuller is a deep threat. I really like Will Fuller. Kenny Stills is not a bum and a four-bar cowboy. Randall Cobb is definitely not a bum. He had 800 yards last year. Um, David Johnson is not a bum. Like everything is just serviceable in my opinion in Houston with the exception of the offensive line and Deshaun Watson. Defense is below average. We know what the Packers are. Um, I think that the Texans come out with a sense of urgency and I'm picking Houston to win the game for that reason. Um, I like Houston winning the game. Mm, we'll go, I think it's gonna be high scoring because like I said, that below average defense with Aaron Rodgers, I think he has a bounce back game. I'm gonna go 34, I'm gonna go 34-31, Houston. Okay. Uh, me, I don't care about this game either, I'm not gonna lie. Um, when the Cowboys suck, I don't care about anybody. Like, I don't care about anything in the sports world, really. Let's be honest. But um, I think my bold take is, like, this is an absolute shootout. Absolute shootout. Like, Aaron Rodgers, six touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, five. And one on the ground, maybe. I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. And I think this is going to be the game where everyone's like, Deshaun Watson is, without a doubt, an elite quarterback. And you can't argue any way, shape, or form against it. I do think Aaron Rodgers outduels him, though. And I think that the Packers ground game is going to win this game for them. I really, I really think, like, I'm thinking like a 48 to 45, 42 kind of game. 48 points? A lot so of points. Are gonna be six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. You got to do that. That's think a lot. Aaron six touchdowns. That's a lot. That's a lot. I know. That's my bold take. I think that Aaron Rodgers, here's my take. Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson combined for 10 or more touchdowns. That's a lot. Yep. Five? Oh, my God. That's five. Yeah, that's, wait, wait. Passing, touch, passing touchdowns or, over, like, total overall touchdowns? touchdowns. Or okay, ground. okay. I got you. No, okay. 10 touchdowns. Still insane. Rushing or passing. That's insane. No, I yeah. said rushing, rushing or passing or both. That's I think, insane. I think, I think both Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson have rushing touchdowns. What was Aaron Rodgers doing when he scored the? It was at the time it was a rushing touchdown against the Buccaneers, where he like stood up and put his hands behind. That him. was the thing. That was the thing Peele. from Key and Peel. What was that? Key and Peele. Three pumps. Ingle McCringleberry or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, Ingle McCringleberry. Yeah. Shout out Key and Peel. You're doing All right, great. going on. Real quick, moving on. Done with NFL. We'll see how that goes. I'll probably be wrong about everything, or Grain will be wrong about everything again. Anyways, favorite <laughs> WWE wrestler of all time. I've got mine. Mine is Jeff Hardy. Chill. From, from Cameron, North Carolina. Yes, Jeff sir. Hardy, like a three-time World Heavyweight Champion, one-time WWE, 
He's what they call a Grand Slam champion, which is means like you win the WWE World Heavyweight Intercontinental Championship tag team in like the United States. He's done that. There's only like three other people that have done that. He's still going. He's 100 years old, jumping off of ladders every week. He's pretty cool. That man's trying to end it all or something. Yeah, the colored hair. He'd come out doing the Jeff Hardy like fist pump thing and jumping off everything. Who didn't like Jeff Hardy? Everybody liked Jeff Hardy. That's who I'm going with. I didn't like Matt Hardy, if you want to be real. I didn't like Matt. Jeff was my boy. I always thought Matt was evil. (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? I'll go. So I'll go with a a weird one. So like I I too I enjoy Jeff Hardy. I love watching the the colored fingernails and the, the lace stockings on his arms and that hair. I don't know what he got going on now, but I'll be praying for him. But anyway, my weird fave of the WWE just because like I always enjoyed watching his matches was Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> Do any of y'all remember Scotty Too Hotty with the with the visor and the he did the hair? worm? Yeah, with the <laughs> worm. Yeah. yeah. Scotty Tuati, man. Scotty Tuati, if you're listening, we miss you too. You made my youth worth having. You made my childhood worth Wow, We miss you. That's mine, though. Scotty Tuati, forever. Who's next? Go ahead, Grant. Go ahead, Grant. <laughs> you know, myself, I'm not I'm not as diehard WWE as people. I did watch it, I would say, growing up. Rey Mysterio was my guy, but favorite all time, just watching videos. It's, I mentioned him earlier. It has to be Stone Cold Steve mm-hmm. Austin. That ball that head gave, some big. He did not care. And that's, that that's why I, I feel like that's the, that's, he embodies what the WWE is. And it's, you're either with me or you're against me. I'm going to kick you in the face and chug a beer. So, I'm kick you in the stomach. Then give you a stunner. Give him the stone cold stunner. Like him off, you know. Cheesy, call cheesy. Um, so I felt like I had to choose mine from my lifetime that I've actually got to watch because I used to really watch WWE. I was really high on it, but now I, I, it's just kind of out of my league at this point. I don't, I don't even know what they're doing at this point. I don't know. I, I like serious guys like Kane. I really like Kane. I like old Kane. Um, and but then I like I don't know I like like trolling guys like I like Hornswoggle if you know who that guy is the midget I like Hornswoggle I like El Torito I w- I really liked um I really liked I, thought about was. I really like Rikishi before he died uh but my favorite all time is definitely whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. he's dead no he's not Rik- dead. oh no 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 wait is he no stop you may, you no, may so if you Maga. I'm thinking of you Maga. That's why I like. I like you Maga. I like you Maga. You Maga. That's why I meant. I meant you Maga. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I meant you Maga. You that right a lot of people. My favorite, my favorite wrestler of all time is definitely Randy Orton. I love Randy Orton. Um, I, I like I like Legend Killer Randy Orton. I like Viper Randy Orton. I like T rated RKO Randy Orton. I like Evolution Randy Orton. He's he's got the coolest finisher of all time, in my opinion, the RKO. Besides the Swanton Bomb. Come on, no, give me the RKO. Yes, yeah, sir. Let him know. Let him I didn't originally know that RKO was his initials. I, I didn't originally know that. His name is Randy Keith Orton. I, I didn't really originally know that, but um, yeah, Brandy Orton for sure. I really like Brandy Orton. Okay, I like it, boys. I like I like a little bit of wrestling content on here. I do as well. All right, uh, 
we'll go into NBA. We're going to try to hurry this up. Uh, we're already at probably about an hour at this point. We're trying to get you guys out of here. So uh, I'm just going to really go into our teams that we think are going to make the playoffs. Like, obviously, I think I'll, I'm going to run through a few teams real quick that I think we'll all agree are going to make it. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Warriors, Rockets. I think everybody can agree, at least in the West, all those teams are going to make the playoffs. Who's not making it, Grant? I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm a Rockets fan. Uh, but like I said, I was really high on the Suns running through it. I don't, I'm not a fan of the Jazz. I feel like what we saw in the playoffs was their ceiling. I mean, minus, uh, gosh. They're minus a shooter, but I can't remember his name. Bogdanovich? Yeah, I could be wrong. Okay. Other than him, I feel like what we saw in the playoffs, I don't feel like they're going to get much better. Donovan Mitchell did what he could, but I just feel like the West is stacked, and I just see the Jazz losing a lot of stupid games. Okay. So, so I don't have you don't name. agree with is just the Jazz. Or I don't have the Rockets in my top eight. Either. Okay, okay. But uh, real quick, and that's just I, that's just small ball and no guarantees that they're going to be able to keep all their players in free agency this year. All right. Yeah. Granted, this is uh, if nothing absolutely huge happens in free agency, but uh, my next two teams, my seven eight seed are going to be the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. Not the Suns, not the Blazers, not the Timberwolves, Grizzlies. They almost made it last year with J.A. Morin. Shout out, Flight. I think they're going to make it. Luka is going to be MVP. I think my prediction would be Luka. I like it. I like it. I agree with it. I agree with it. Ja's good. Ja is really good at basketball. He's. I already think he's a top 10 point guard just off of one year. Name some guy. I mean, we can name. He's gonna fall into that like number nine, number ten spot. Yeah, he, he's I'm around. Taking, there. I'm taking him he's over here in Fox already. No, I am as well. I am as well. I am as but, well. Um, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Brandon Clark's good. Like, I, I just really like what the Grizzlies. Shout out Wesley. I know Wesley's a big Grizzlies fan. But um, I I just know. I or I just really think that uh, Grizzlies make it over the Suns, Blazers, Pelicans, everything like that. Those are my two. Those are my next two teams in the West. I don't know. Want me to follow up with that? Go ahead, Grant. Uh, the West. I said last week on the podcast. I think there's something going to make it. I'm sticking by it after looking into the teams. I But I got one through eight. Number one, my number one team, the Lakers. LeBron, AD, number one. Number two, Nuggets. Uh, Clippers, I feel like they'll lose a few early on and get hot towards in, but they'll still be three. Healthy Warriors, four. Five, I have the Mavericks. Six, I have the Blazers. Seven, Pelicans. And then eight, skimming at eight. I'm not saying convincingly eight. I feel like if you look between number seven and number 10, it's going to be a handful of games. But Pelicans, Suns. For the seven eight seed, no thunder, no thunder, no rockets, and no jazz. Okay, and like that's it. just my west. 
Are we switching and waiting for? Yeah, we'll get we'll get to the east in a second. Let me start with the east because y'all literally said everybody I was thinking. I mean, who else can I? I I honestly believe in the Suns. I mean, I think I said that a couple shows shows ago that I believe in the Suns. I think they'll do it. I also believe in the if by some chance that if by some chance everybody everybody stays healthy on the Grizzlies they're they're in there easily um Jai's got that year that year under his belt killed it um and so now I guess all he has to do is like wait for the rest of his other teammates to stay healthy same pretty much same thing with the the Suns too I think I don't know I think DeAndre Aiden was actually healthy this year um they got like that yeah, what? Oh, he got in trouble for weed? Oh, it was steroids? I thought it was weed. Something like that. Anyway, Something like a few players weed. got in trouble for the same thing. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Josh Jackson? I don't know. Either way, um, Suns and Memphis, those are my dark horse picks. Of course, somehow the Rockets will end up in the playoffs somehow. I don't know. You know me. I'm a hater. I don't, I don't agree with it. Um, Born Brad. I get Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think, you know what? No, I'm not even gonna say the Kings. They're just fun to watch. But I don't think I don't I don't think they can make the playoffs. They're just fun to watch. Chill. All right, Cole, you to lose your damn mind. No, so so the first six I completely agree with. Um, I agree with that 100%, Ryan. I think those six teams are not only the six teams that make the playoff. I think those are the first six seeds, um, in whatever order you want to put them. Seven, I think it's the Mavericks. Um, they look really good to end the year. And I think against the Clippers, although they didn't beat the Clippers, I think they look really good against the Clippers. They didn't have a bunch of their guys. Um, Porzingis didn't play in the latter half of the series. Obviously going to have him back. Um, they said that they were going to make a push to Giannis. I'm not saying they get Giannis, but they, they I do think that they want to get a third star to complement those two. And I think they get, if they get those two, they're definitely a contender, I would say. Um, eight seed. I'm not saying the Suns. I think the Suns finish in uh, 15th in the West. I think they have the last seed in the West. Um, after the bubble, after their momentum, the confidence. Uh, it's a whole new year. That we're taking a hiatus. Um, I think I think that they're the least talented team in the West. I think that they'll they'll finish last in the West. Um, I want to keep the light on for the Timberwolves. I'm a Timberwolves fan. If we can get a third star, would that be to get somebody that knows how to play defense? If we, if, if we don't trade yeah. the pick, I th- there's not a chance Timberwolves. So with that being said, at the eight spot, I'm going with the Pelicans. Um, I think Van Gundy is an okay coach. They hired Van Gundy. Um, full year with Zion, prayers that he can stay healthy. Brandon Ingram is a star. Um, Drew Holiday, he's in trade rumors. We'll see what happens there. But I like the Pelicans at eight, um, barring anything crazy happening in free agency and drafting and trade deadline and all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right, uh, moving over to the East. Uh, here's just a few teams. No order really necessary that I think we'll all agree are going to make it. Heat, Raptors, Celtics, Sixers, Pacers. We agree on the Pacers making it. I'll go Nets. And that's right there is one, two, three, four, five, six. And a huge, huge, huge if. If Giannis stays with the Bucks, I think we all agree that the Bucks make it. Yeah, if everyone stays with the same team. Yeah, now after that, after those seven, we're just going to kind of assume I think Giannis stays. We yeah. have to for right now until something changes. Um, 
you have like teams like the Wizards, the Hawks, the Magic, all those teams. And honestly, for me, who am I forgetting? No, I, no, I, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm just waiting to see who you throw in. Nobody else. I really am in. not putting the Magic in. Okay. Why not? That that face wasn't for the Magic. I, I'm back. I'm looking at Daniel Jones almost broke one. I don't care about him. Go ahead. You don't care about that game. Nah, I don't you put the Magic in. <laughs> yeah. I... I'm going to take the Washington Wizards. Shout out Raleigh, John Wall. If he can stay healthy Dang. for the first time in two years. John Wall Dang. is, John Wall is, when healthy, a top five point guard. Mm-hmm. He's a, John when healthy. Five? Yes, sir. When five. healthy. When five. healthy. You're high. From what we saw. Oh, you right, tripping. Five. Y'all are tripping. Five. Y'all are John tripping. John Wall? John Wall, we saw the uh, playoff. Run. You got you saw the playoff run. Dang. Don't act like that. Don't don't act like that. Come on now, you saw no. the playoff run. John Wall is a top five point guard when fully healthy, playing at the best of his ability. Bradley Beal is an all star. Should be an all star at least. It's supposed to be. The, you know, I, I I Rui Hachimura Hachimura, however you say that. He's gonna be he's gonna be the truth. I'm taking the Wizards as my eighth seed. Also, shout out TJ Warren. He's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. All right, keep going. Who's next? Who's what's y'all's eight seed? Hmm. I'll go second. Just give everyone time. Now I just have the list here. Okay, I have mine in order, but uh, based if no one signs anywhere else, they re-sign. We have the same teams as we have right now. Number one, <laughs> I have the Celtics. They get the one seed. Two, the Bucks. I mean, they did not look good versus the Heat in the playoffs, but they are the Bucks with Giannis. Three, this one, I feel like it could be high, but if that team works out, I got the Nets at three. Four, Miami Heat. Maybe we might see someone in the offseason with a wondering eyes. They say, go to the Heat. They got a lot there. The Raptors, five. 76ers at the six seed, Pacers at the seven seed, at the eight seed, Trey Young and the Hawks. I was about and to I say do the like same the, thing. I do like John Wall in there. I like John Wall, Bradley Bill. I think those are two very good players, but I feel like after them, they don't have much there. So I have Trey Young and the Hawks at eight. Okay. Trey Young can't play defense. Don't ever forget. Mm-hmm. I love watching Trey Young play. I, I cannot. I'm a defensive guy. I like defense. Like if I, whenever yeah. I play basketball, if I play pickup, I'm there to play a little bit of defense. Like everybody, nobody else is gonna start playing defense till it's 10, 11 points in. You're playing to 16. I, I kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little shove every now and then. Like I'll make sure that they know I'm there. I like blocking shots or getting a steal every now and then. Nice. Trey Young can't play defense. No. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Pick my ass. Colton here. Um, so I think both of you guys nailed it right on the head. I've got I've got the Wizards um making the eight seed. I like the top seven. Um I think I think those are really good. Considering the East is weak, when I look at when I look at the, the top seven, obviously, when I look at the bottom eight, um they're not good at all. The East is not good in that bottom eight at all. 
Um, I like the Wizards getting it boring. Like I said, anything stupid happening. Well, not stupid, but anything crazy happening. Bradley Beal has been linked in a couple rumors. He said he wants to stay there, but obviously that's up to management. Um, John Wall, we'll see if he stays there. Um, but I, barring any setbacks of trading pieces, I like the Wizards. If anything does happen, then I do like the Hawks. Um, Trey Young, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins. I think Cam Reddish has a bounce back year. I'm a Duke boy, so hopefully he does. I really like Cam Reddish. So um, I've got those two. Um, my two bold takes for the East. I think that the I think that the Nets finish as the one seed in the regular season. I think they finish as the one seed with Durant and Kyrie. They're super good friends off the court and playing basketball. If you've ever played a game of basketball in your life, for people who say that off-court relationship doesn't matter, that is completely false. It definitely helps to play with somebody that you know that you're cool with. You know how right. they work. Yes. Um, and then my other bull take going to the East to the finals. Um, I like the 76ers. Barring everybody staying healthy. Ryan, you like defense. They've got they've got two of the best defensive guys at their position. Ben Simmons is probably not probably he is the best defensive guard in the NBA, and Joel Embiid is one of the best defensive centers in the league. That's defense. How will we know? I never seen him play. Come on, man. Come on, man. I never seen him play. I like the 76ers. You, do you have who they're playing, or are you just going to say 76ers? Oh, 76ers like uh, bronze going back to back. Fuck. Yeah. Mm. Final picks for next year are already in. I don't know, bro. Y'all, y'all took everything I can say. I mean, I can't, I can't make a hot take off every. I can't, I can barely think of any other teams where I even, I can't even make that high of a take and say like the Cavs will make the AC. I'm not going to say no. Hell no. Like that. I'm not the Hornets are gonna win more than eight games. No, like I I believe in Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, but not this defense too. Colin Sexton doesn't. Darius Garland does. But yeah, I'm not gonna say that. So I mean, I'll you know what, out of all three of y'all's, I think you know what, Ron, I'm rolling with you. We we got the Wizards in the AC because they seem they seem to forget. They seem to forget big the big blood. I still roll with the big blood. We'll always. Now, until something realistic happens and Bradley Beal finds a deal elsewhere like the 76ers, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, we'll roll with the Wizards as the AC for the East. There you have it. Episode 7 of Forest Core Sports. There we go. I'm liking where we're going. I really do. Uh, again, again, before we leave, if you're still here, we do appreciate you listening. Obviously, huge shout out to Pub Sports Talk. Go check them out. Huge shout out to the circus. Make sure to check them out. Obviously, links are in the description. Um, thank you, Grant. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Colt, for being on. I do appreciate it, Keith. You're a regular. You guys, other two guys, Grant and Cole, you guys are starting to become regulars. He's got some fans going on for you. Uh, I do yeah. appreciate it. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. At Forest Core Sports, get your comments in, get your questions, get everything in. We post Instagram stories all the time. Make sure you're commenting on that so you can hear what you want to hear, not just random topics that we come up with throughout the week. Anyways, before yeah, we go, Grant, you have any shout outs? Oh, yeah. Gosh, shout out me. Shout out, Follow shout me. Mom. Shout out me. At Vontae Rose everywhere you can find me. At Anyways, Rose. shout out. We under the, the tent. Shout out at We Under the Tent. They got me for a podcast. Check them out there. I'm everywhere. Invite me to your podcast, but it's still four score. Gang only. Gang stuff only. Grant, try again. 
I was, I was really excited. Nervous. He was really excited to get that off his chest, so I'll forgive him. I had to. I was like, shout out my mom, you know, my socials at Grant Wooten Jr. Jr. Give me a follow there. You guys get tagged and stuff. They know what your socials are. Oh, hey. it doesn't matter. I like saying if, if they listen, if they listen, and they like the sound of my voice, <laughs> you they can follow me. me. I'm gonna mute you guys. <laughs> Come on, let me hear it, baby. Shout outs. Um, I don't really got no shout outs. I'm about to go watch the baseball game, go race. Shout out Mookie Betts. How about that? I love Mookie. Um, Tell him shout out, out Granville County for him. Shout out Granville County. Shout out Granville County, man. There it is. Yeah. Up in the, the Butner Creedmoor STEM area. Oh, let's say it. Creedmoor. Big, big, big All county right. called Big Cities. <laughs> What's your Instagram? <laughs> shout out your Instagram while you're at it. Um, Colt.powell4. Uh, that's about it. Colt.powell4. There we go. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Let us know what you think.